Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> one and only, Steve Harvey. <laughs> Got a radio show. Yeah, man. Got one. Hey, you know, um, I, I thought I think of my life in terms of blessings. You know, I, I take mostly a positive approach and a positive spin to my life. I hardly ever dwell on, uh, you know, the what's well I can't say that I don't think about the what's wrong in it because I have to because I have to address problems as they arise but I try not to let them consume me I let the consumption part be about the blessings the positive things that uh, has occurred in my life the good things that God has done for me the the power that he's uh, displayed in my life the protection he's given me over the years to being tucked under his wings I focus on the things that he promises me. I think of uh, all the goodness that I perceive to come my way. I I think that has a lot to do with me learning more and more about the law of attraction in terms of, you know, what you think and what you put out in the space and what you pray about is what you receive, you know. And so I've become better and better at that. It's not to say that I'm, I'm not human and I don't have moments where I I think a little bit too long about what's going wrong and what enemy is, is about to attack and what they're going to do and say and, and all of this here. So it's not to say that I'm not concerned about it, but I try to dwell mostly on the positive. And um, one of the things that I learned, you can have an incredible life. All of us, we can have incredible lives if we just let God drive. See, the, the problem that I had years ago 
was I was the driver of my life and I was taking myself in the directions that I thought would be best for me. And I aimed at things that I thought I could accomplish. And I set goals that I saw myself being able to attain. I was driving. When I gave up and I let God drive, I then opened up my mind and my spirit to what God had for me, for what God could see for me, for what God could do in my life, for what God wanted for me. Now, he wanted for me and he wanted of me. See, that's the connection that you got to try to make. Well, not try. That's the connection that you got to make to really get it. Now, listen to me. What I don't want you to do is do like me. Don't be afraid of the what for of the what he wants you to do part. See, because that ain't going to be nearly as demanding and and as offsetting as you think it's going to be. See, I thought that if I did God's will, that if I let God tell me what to do, that it would cause me to not to be able to do a certain some things I wanted to do. Well, which is true. But the stuff I wanted to do was all detrimental to my well-being and my future and my and my growth and development as a man. I was stopping my own growth as a man because, see, I was doing what I thought I should do as a man. But when you give it over to God, see, God has a much better plan for you than you can ever have for yourself. And God knows a better way, far better than the one you know. I, I want you to believe that, man. You got to understand that part of it. And, and that's the part that I finally got through my head to let God do it his way and to show me a better way and to teach me a better way and expose to me a better way. And when I opened up my mind to what God was talking about, I began to see things totally differently and things started coming to me totally differently. If you've been a friend of mine or a fan of mine over the years, I mean, you've had to see it, the change. You've had to see the difference. I mean, and I and I acknowledge that every chance I get because I promised God I would. And I hope that I'm not falling short in that category. But then again, if I told it all day long what he done for me, I still wouldn't have enough time to really explain thoroughly what he's done for me because it's such a continuous growth in me. But now, that's not to say that I'm finished or I'm done or I'm complete because I'm still short. You can't be him. You can strive for perfection. I hear people saying it all the time. I applaud you for saying you want to be perfect, but you ain't. And you can't. So you quit saying it. You quit saying it to me. Quit saying it to other people. I'm seeking a life of perfection. But it's something that you cannot have because he said you can't do it. But that's what he there for. He there for the moments when you stumble and you fall. And you're going to stumble and fall. So you got to get that part right, man. The stumbling falling part is coming. But see, you get God in your life and it helps you so that you don't stumble, fall, wallow, roll over, lay there, languish. That's what God is for. So when you stumble and fall, you get back up because you're going to make mistakes. You're going to get it wrong. You're going to come under attack. You're going to be lied about. You are going to be falsely accused. That's going to happen to you the moment you make a decision to do better. The moment you try to be more, the devil got to send his attackers, man. And he controls certain people. He just got people that's on his side 24-7. You know them, too. You, you've all met one or two of them in your life. 
They just busy with the business of nothingness. They just busy about the, about the destruction of others. You said, I know them. You know them. They coming. But here's what you got to hold fast to. They can't take away nothing from you that God gave you. They didn't make you. See, people who claim to have made you, if they so in the make you business, why don't they make they self? Or if they ain't with you no more and they so busy in them, I made you business, why don't they make somebody else? Since, since, since you want to get credit for making somebody, make yourself. If you're responsible for someone else's success, then you should easily be able to take claim and be responsible for your own success. See, be careful of that. And don't, and, and don't, don't change your course because somebody is attacking you with that. I just hope, man, that I'm giving it to God the way I said I would give it to him, that I would unload every chance I got that I was supposed to without being, you know, oh, here he come again. You know, I try not to be that. But, man, I don't know what else to be for the first 12 minutes of my show. What else you want me to say? I got four hours. I can't give God 12, 12 minutes, man. I mean, for real, Steve? Come on, man. I mean, let's look at this right here. If you give an honor to God just 12 minutes out the day, dog, he gave you 24 hours of luxury and life and breath and hope and promise. You ain't got 12 minutes to give him out the day? That don't make no sense. What an exchange. What a wonderful life God has given me in exchange for so small of effort that I put forth. Don't let the effort you got to put forth to God seem so daunting that you don't attempt to do it. Because, man, it seems like a lot. It ain't nothing compared to what he be giving us for real. So if you want a real life, you want a real shot at what you can be, what you can have, what you can own, what you can become, who you really are. Go to God. Let him fix you, man. That's all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. One, two, one, two, three. I've got sunshine on a cloudy day. Come on now. When it's cold outside, I got the month of May. Well, I guess you say, what can make me feel this way? The answer is my girl. I've got so much love. Come on, David. Boy, that was a rough. Yeah, that's how you get out with it, man. (laughs) Really, man. If I could have been anything else, I'd have been a hard ass lounge singer. (laughs) But I just wanted to be well paid. But I I wanted to be able to be in the lounges and rewrite hits and do what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mississippi Monica, nephew Tommy, and yours truly. Uh, ladies, gentlemen, anybody got anything on their mind? Junior's out again today. Anybody? Huh. Got I got a question. Something. Yeah, I'm right here listening. If you had a time machine. Yes, sir. What time period would you travel to? What time period would I travel to? I would go right back <laughs> to 60. Really? Why the 60s? No, not the 60s. When I was 60. Oh, your age. Yes. Go back to the 60s. That's what I was like. No, no, I would go back to 60, meaning I would go back to when I was 60. Because that's really been the best I've had it. I don't want the 60s. I was alive in the 60s. Let me tell y'all what was happening in the 60s. 
Mm. Uh, lunch counters, sit-ins, uh, still yep, had yep. segregated bathrooms and water fountains. I grew up in a city with those, uh, West, West Virginia. Uh, I don't need the 60s. There was no technology. There was three TV stations, three, <laughs> five, and eight. Uh, TV went off at, at mid- midnight on the weekends and stayed on to two. I don't need to see the 60s again. There was no video games of any kind. <laughs> Staying inside was a punishment of the highest degree. You might as well have took me out back and flogged me than to make me stay in this house. Why would I want to stay in the house? Clearly, there's nothing in here that belongs to me. And I was made aware of that on a daily basis by my father. By these words here, you ain't bought a damn thing in here. Put that down. <laughs> so I wasn't nah. allowed to turn the TV channel. The only time I could watch TV was on Saturday mornings because they was busy and I had a chance to watch cartoons. So do I want to go back to the 60s? No. That's when white folks was really white in the 1960s. They bought that back since Donald Trump. So no, I have no desire to go back to the 60s at all. But when I was 60, though, mm. I was balling. That's as far back as I need to go. I don't need them 40s. I was going to hell in the 40s <laughs> on a roller coaster, front row seat. I had too much going on, and I was going to run into the chance of being very sick. <laughs> so, all right, nice listen, little black uh, history mixed in that. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, it was coming up, it was a lot. <laughs> very coming thorough up at answer. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we got the nephew and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Neff, it is time to run that prank back. What you got for us? Uh, we're gonna go to the church. Church. I'm sorry. <clears throat> we're gonna go to the church. Oh, okay. Uh, mm. we're going to talk about church members creeping. Creep, creep, creep. What? All right, everybody, open up your books to uh, chapter five of creeping. Uh, pastor creeping. Here we go. Uh, cat dog, if you would. Hello. I'm trying to be speaking. Uh, you got him. Who is this? Hey, this is, How you doing yeah, today? Me, I'm, I'm doing, I ain't doing too good. You done been over here praying for my wife again, right? Yeah, right, right. Yes, sir. You done came over here three times in one week. My, my wife had yeah. already went through the operation and all that. She's going to be fine. I don't need you over here praying three times a week because uh, honestly, I think, it's so, I think it's something else on your mind when you come over here praying for my wife. I ain't stupid. Brother, you kind of hold it, brother. This brother, this is well. Your wife was on the sick and shut-in list. I never asked you to come by. Reverend hey, requested that I come by. Okay, he ain't requested for you to bring your black to my house for no damn three times in one week, man. So you can cut that bullshit out with me. You can Wait cut that bullshit out. Hold it, brother. I came with Sister Georgia. The first time. The second time, I came by myself because she wasn't able to come by. And I only stayed 15 minutes each time. So what's the problem? Because I, I already know what you're what you doing. I know you're trying to holler at my wife. I ain't stupid. Help at your wife? I have a wife. Why would I help at your wife? She's part I of already, the research I already know what you. I already know what you're doing, man. You up in here trying to holler at my wife. Why ain't, no, why, ain't no, why ain't nobody at the house? I already know what you're doing. Let me tell you something. Keep your black 
away from my damn house. If you want to pray for my wife, you can pray for my wife on the phone. I'm going to tell wait you right minute, now. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, hold it. You can't talk to you me like me, that. You're going to make me lay hands hey, on your ass. That's what you're going to make oh, me Oh, no, nah, brother. Ain't going to be none of that. Ain't going to be none of that. You're talking to the wrong brother now. Okay? Now, first of all, you're not going to disrespect me and curse me out. Okay? That's not even the way brothers should be talking to brothers. Second of all, if there's any laying on the hands, it's going to be my hands laying on you. Okay? You ain't finna lay shit. You ain't finna lay I, I know uh, what you're trying you know, to lay on my wife. See, if I find well, out you're you cheating you, around, you know, uh, find out you messing around with my wife, it's going to be some shit. I, I, I know you're what crazy. you're trying to you're do. Crazy. I'm, you're I'm crazy. just letting you're you go. I'm going to say it one more time. Keep your black ass off around my house. You know, first of all, I told you once again, you can't be talking to me like that. Now, I'm trying to be cool about the situation because I know you may be just upset. Okay, I can appreciate that. Okay, I have a wife, and I'd be upset if somebody was coming by visiting my well, wife. Why don't you, won't you spend more time often. at your house with your wife? I then. do spend my won't time with my wife. Time. I do. You know, I don't spend maybe, much maybe, time. I only came by two or three times. Your house. Maybe I need to come by your house and holler at your wife. Well, you're welcome to. Maybe I, mean, maybe, maybe I need to come, come, come lay something over there on her. Oh, now you're trying to do it. Hold it. Hold it one minute. Hold it one minute. I told you before, you're being disrespectful. Now, that was a very idiotic statement for you to make. Okay. That's what's going to happen if I catch your black ass at my house again. I'm going to play this man, and then I'm getting off the phone with you. You, your pastor, any more of them deacons, if anybody come by my house again and I ain't there, I'm kicking your black ass. That's a promise. You know what? Uh, just that's it. Look here, brother. If there's gonna be any ass whooping going on, I'm gonna be kicking your ass. I'm gonna lay my hands on you, and I'm gonna give you a good sanctified ass whooping. And then I'm gonna pray for you. I'm gonna pray to heal you by this foot. I'm gonna put up your ass, okay? Because I've, I've had it with you, you know. And I only went by to, to visit your wife because I was asked to go visit your wife. Now, that was a problem. You should have called the pastor. Okay, but you're not going to disrespect me, my wife, the church, on the phone. Now, if you want to do somebody, you can meet me any place. As a matter of fact, I can go anywhere I want in this town. If I be at your house talking to your wife, if the pastor asks me to go, I'm going to be there, okay? I, you, you know, you just, you know, it's, you're just a stupid brother. Okay. You need to come to church. You need to come to church. You need to come to church more often. That's the problem. You don't come to church more often. If you come to church more often, you wouldn't be talking to me like that. You wouldn't be worried about me and your wife because there must be something wrong at your house. You'd be worried about me fooling with your wife. Okay. So you need to check her. Okay. You need to check her. How about that? Why don't you do that? Why don't you? Why don't you just check her? Okay. Tommy said you the one that's cheating with, with my wife. That's that's, that's all I know. Who? Tommy. Tommy said you. Tommy the one. Tommy said you the one that's cheating around with my wife. Tommy, who who? Who is Tommy? <laughs> Tommy who? Uh, uh, this is nephew Tommy, man. This, ah. is this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Your church member, uh, Lawrence, got me to prank phone call. Y'all wrong for that. <laughs> you know, y'all wrong. Y'all wrong. You know, y'all on the highway to hell. All of y'all. You know, nonstop. No, you know, y'all just, you know, y'all just gone, you know. Ain't no stop sign. You know, I'm finna go. I'm finna pray for all of y'all, all of you brothers. 
Nephew Tommy, Steve Harvey, Brother Lawrence is wrong for that. Okay. I'm going to check him. I'm going to oh, check man. him. I'm going to go. I'm finna, I don't talk to y'all no more. I'm praying hey, for hey, all hey, y'all. One more thing. Hey, brother, 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 brother. Before you go, man, what's, you got to tell me, what's the baddest radio show in the land, man? Steve Harvey Morning yeah. Show. <laughs> on that on that slide all the way to hell, I'm finna go. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Did I bust Deacon in the head? Did I do it? Whoa. Play too hmm. much. You know, sometimes you got to pull that cussing out of some of these Christians. Sometimes you can't get it out it's immediately. It's necessary, though. But if you dig a little deeper, my, 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 my. my. want your wife. Dog, dog, <laughs> you ain't got to pull it out of them. Call me. <laughs> Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO with our Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, in the building, ready for your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Kyle Rittenhouse wants to sue LeBron James and a few others. We'll tell you about that. Also, Tay Diggs, actor Tay Diggs. Well, Tay has a new love interest. Okay, we'll talk about that at the top of the hour. Mm -hmm. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO, our chief love officer, a few questions. Here we go. Hello? Uh-huh. Justin, Justine in uh, North Carolina says... My husband insists on wearing protection when we are intimate because he doesn't want any more children. I told him I refuse to use birth control, so this was his solution. It doesn't seem natural for a married couple to use condoms, does it? Well, it doesn't (laughs) seem natural. But your husband says he don't want no more children. You refuse to use birth control. He's took it upon himself to be proactive in the uh, 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 child plan, plan, Planned Parenthood category. It seems a reasonable step unless you have another solution. You know, uh, there's the other ways of accomplishing. Ain't nobody Uh-oh. finna do that. Like, we not finna do you that. said. Well, yeah, I, well you know, I'm going to put this condom on a vasectomy. Me. No, we can't, I can't run the risk. Snip. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what you're cutting. I mean, I know people have done it, and that's a very safe procedure. I'm just old school. It ain't going. You're not cutting nothing here because, you know. Well, women want some of that pressure taken off them. It's only 15 minutes. What you say, Shirley? I said women want some of that pressure taken off them. I understand. I ain't got no mm-hmm. problem with that. I, her, she don't want to take a pill. I got that. She don't have to. I'm all about that. Hey, women power. Whoop, whoop. Me too. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> all that. Yeah. Well, homie got a condom on. Because he don't want another baby. And it's it's not natural for them to do that. But it's also, it's, 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 it's a dilemma when one person wants a baby and the other person don't. Now, is the lady refusing to take birth control because she wants a child and he doesn't want a child? I think it may be deeper than this. Because if she wants a child... Or doesn't mind, you know, allowing nature to take its course, then that's another thing. So I have no solution for you, ma'am. None whatsoever. Yeah. None. It's a give and take. All right, moving on to Sharon in Calder City. Sharon writes, I'm a size 22, and I love big guys, but they aren't attracted to me. It's like short women get all of the tall men. I want to know if you can do a dating segment on your show for big girls and guys. I'd love to be a contestant. What do you think? 
Mm. Well, I don't have that show anymore, and uh, we could, you know, try something on the radio sometime. You know, I mean, uh, uh, I'm I'm not really sure tall is what the problem is, though, sister. I just want to bring that to your attention. It's not that tall men like short women. It's just most tall men, most women are shorter than them. If you're a really tall man, the woman you're going to have is shorter than you. So I don't think it's a tall problem. I think you need you need to be okay with your man being wide. You need to be open to just wide men. Don't worry about tall. Tall and wide? Just yeah, wide. you're gonna need you're gonna need what? well, you're gonna need at least wide now. You need that. So I would just you know, don't worry about tall. He'll he'll you know, we have like big and tall stores. Hey, let me ask you a question. Sister, have you ever gone to like Rochester's? Or 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 two XL and stood around the store, you know. Boy, maybe man. if you get a maybe maybe if you get a part time job as a salesman in the evening, when big men get off work, they got to go to big and tall. They got to go to Rochester. Might not be a bad thing for you to do. They come in there all the time because they big ass got to go somewhere to find that shirt that's got that twenty neck on it. They ass got to go see you are twenty two. There's men's with neck that's twenty two. That might be what we looking for. Don't worry about the height. Yeah, she said Thank she loves you. big guys. Height doesn't yeah. matter. She loves big guys. Big well, guys. she going to have to now, because once this man come in there with that 22 neck, I got news for you. Ain't nothing small about his ass. Excuse yes, me. Carla. Say what you height mean. is not an issue. Focus on something else. <laughs> no. Mm. I said it. I ain't taking it back. Yeah, I said it. Well, then, let me, okay, well, let me speak up for Tommy and her. So, height is not an issue. Height. Just get your little shot. It is not an elf in height. <laughs> well, it's, it's more inches in it. <laughs> That's why I don't pronounce it the same, because it ain't the same. Please. That, that, that's how I feel about it. You know, right. now, uh, in, in honor of everybody on the show, oh. you know, uh, let me ask her this. Is she open to a short, fat man? Well, mm. she didn't. She didn't specify height. She said, "I love big guys," but then she did say, "The tall men are attracted to the short women, or the short well, women." Tall have men, all the tall men. Most are women are shorter to tall men. Yeah, that's it's she not like, that they're attracted to them. It's just, I mean, most women I meet are shorter than me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I very rarely meet a woman that's taller than me. That's now, I had a girl great. back in the day that was uh, my same size. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. She was tall, man. Okay. Uh-huh. All right, moving on to Terry in Murfreesboro. Uh, it Ter- was a wall in there. Go ahead, Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you weren't done. <laughs> Terry says, I love my son to death, but he just told me that he wants to pledge a fraternity that I don't approve of. I'm not a Greek, but when I was in college, this fraternity always stripped their clothes off at parties, and I don't approve of that. <laughs> Some damn cap. Who my? Who my? What? Some you boy, stop. Kappa. Boy, stop. Them excuse all day. Them cappers all. Tommy, Tommy, I don't know if you noticed it, but they doing that a lot now. The cappers take their clothes off a lot. I'm going to whoop their behind if I catch them doing it. I ain't seen nothing. I seen Q's tear their shirts off, and that is what this man is talking about right here. <laughs> Terry says he doesn't approve of that. Uh, should he not give uh, his son the money, or should he encourage his son to just be an individual? Wait a minute. The money? Well, you gotta give, give him money. money. Please, Give him the Dude. money to pledge. Yeah. What? 
Or does should he just encourage his son to be an individual? I had to scrape up my own little change for for that stuff. You talking about at the end? They do it at the beginning now. Oh no! Yeah, Yeah, a couple thousand. It's it's, a couple thousand. It's a bit of of change, man. What? Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. In the thousands? A couple thousand, yeah, easily. Right. No way in hell I could have played. That's, right. <laughs> That's a couple why I thousand, didn't. couple thousand. My mama was like, "What? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Really? That's what it is now?" Unc, Unc, Tanya, my sister just went over, AKA two hundred and seventy something people. I say, "Ain't no way in hell you wait know your last sister." Wait a minute, wait a minute. Two hundred and seventy something people went over. Yes. But that's grand. <laughs> I start doing the math. I said, "All y'all paid two thousand something dollars." I start doing the math. I said, "Go ahead, AKA. Y'all yeah. win." It ain't been two hundred seventy-seven cues at our chapter in fifty years. <laughs> All right, <laughs> thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you dollars. right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, so Kyle Rittenhouse intends to sue LeBron James after he says LeBron defamed him on social media during his murder trial last year. Uh, Rittenhouse says he's also going after President Biden and Whoopi Goldberg, among others. Uh, 19-year-old Rittenhouse was charged with two counts of homicide, one count of attempted homicide, in addition to other charges for uh, shooting three people. And then he killed two people, remember? This was at a Black Lives Matter protest in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Now, during his trial, Rittenhouse took the stand and became very emotional. We all saw it when he started crying when he was talking about the event uh, that that led to the killings. But not everyone was buying those tears, most notably LeBron, who sent out a tweet mocking Rittenhouse's breakdown to his 50 million plus followers. Uh, LeBron tweeted, what tears? I didn't see one. Man, knock it off. That boy ate some lemon heads before walking into court. And so he's going to get sued for that by Rittenhouse. You could get sued well, for that? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's not going to work. And if that works, then that opens up the can for everything. Yeah, uh, first of all, this boy is supposed to be in jail. There is no other country in the world that I can think of where a 17-year-old can get an illegal weapon, drive across straight lines driven by his mother to a protest to take police action and murder two people and get set free. There's no nation that I know of on earth where this could happen. Only in the great United States of America. Yep. That's right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It happened with with Zimmerman. Yes, sir. This is the only country in the world where if they capture you, you can scale and climb the walls of a government facility in an attempted coup, get caught, and your ass is still available. Man, they hang, that's treason. They hanging people places for that. That's right. that's that's high treason. That's that, that's you going against the government only in the United States of oh, America. Oh, I thought it was just a rally that got out of hand. 
I know. I know. I know. That's what it was. Well, the reason it was that, Carla, was because the guy Mm -hmm. that incited it, that Mm -hmm. said, we're going to go down there, decided that that's what he'd call it. And he made the other people in his party call it that, too. Because at first. So he lied. Oh. Is that what you're saying? That's not new. Okay. Oh no, they've been lying. They've been lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lying is uh, the way it is, and so, you know, this is the America we live in. Yeah. The sad part of this whole thing is this country is not what the the paperwork that is written about says. This mm-hmm. country is supposed to be built on the Constitution, mm-hmm. but it never mm-hmm. lives up to the paperwork. So. And Fox keeps empowering him, putting him on TV. How well, the victims you. need to sue him yeah. since he's How suing people. The yeah, victim families need to sue him. Here you talk about suing the president. Ooh, you're going to run into the wrong one. Get out of here. All right, we're, we're moving on from this foolishness. In movie news, Beyonce and Zendaya are in talks to remake Douglas Sirk's classic 1959 movie, Imitation of Life. Uh, what? Sarah yeah, Jane? Remember, uh, Sarah Jane, that's right. That's hey, right. Hey, no, uh, yep. Okay. Beyonce I love me some Beyonce, but can I say this? Say some it. movies just don't need to be redone. I'm sorry. Some of them don't need. I love me some B. I do. Mm-hmm. Of course. Right? Day. We I had, love Zendaya, We ain't had no business doing Raising in the Sun again with Puff Daddy. We ain't had no business doing that. <laughs> I'm the sorry. Actor. <laughs> okay. I, I, I love me some Oprah, but why are we doing Color Purple again? Okay. Can't nobody top what y'all did already. It's impossible. <laughs> So for, yes, Steve, yes. Mm. Um, what is this Jeez. movie about? Well, I was just going to really tell you, for, for the people who don't know, Imitation of Life is a classic. It's based on the best-selling novel by Fanny Hurst. It revolves around a white woman who takes in an African-American widow and her young daughter, Sarah Jane, Carla, whose fair skin allows Sarah Jane to pass for white. The film was nominated for two Academy Awards. It deals with issues of race, class, and gender. And it was just very heart-wrenching what happened at the end. And I, I mean, it's just a classic story. Classic. You you will cry if you're human <laughs> on this movie. I mean, tears upon crocodile tears. You ain't gonna have Mahalia Jackson singing at the end. We, uh, we can't do this, y'all. Soon we well, will be done. Now, in defense... <laughs> Of these two young women of a movie I've never seen. What I've learned because of the way society is today, they actually have no recollection that this is a classic. It's going to be a brand new take for them. The kids today didn't know that Will Smith was the real Prince of Bel-Air. The kids today are looking at this new thing like that's it. They they don't know about this. They're gonna they're gonna take it as they own and think, yeah. you know. So it might yeah, be time. How old is this movie? Uh, oh, it came out in fifty nine. Nineteen fifty nine, Steve. Yeah. That movie is sixty three years old. Yeah, it came out when it you were. It came two. out in yeah. two years after <laughs> I was born. You know they what? Redo I, okay. this right here. Let me yeah. let me let me let me change That's my good. thought because because Eddie did Nutty Professor after. Jerry, Jerry Lewis. Lewis had done uh-huh. it. So, uh-huh. so, and I had never seen that. Yeah, you can remake the classic. You never saw Nutty Professor. Great job. Coming up <laughs> next, you're not going to believe who's back. 
Remember Corey? Remember Corey? He used to stop by with what he thought was so deep and uh-huh. intellectual and stuff. Corey's back. I like him. I like him. <laughs> it wasn't deep, though. It was just stupid. He'll be back in 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, you're not going to believe this. Mm. Guess who's back? <laughs> Corey! Remember Corey? That oh, ain't deep, Corey. That's stupid. That's stupid. Tommy's spraying Corey. <laughs> yes. Corey is back on the show. Mm. You want to introduce him? Go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, a man that I've sorely missed for the for the mental clarity <laughs> and the implications of intelligence that come out of this man's mouth. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back. That ain't deep Corey himself. <laughs> Hey, uh, Steve, what's up, man? It's been a minute. Corey, what's happening, man? You been got been all right, dog? Been good, dog. Just getting Everything. through, you know. Hey, yeah. man, so tell me a little bit, man. I ain't seen you in a while, man. What, 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 what? What's been on your mind? What's going on, man? I, I like you know, got a little old time on my man. Let me ask something, Steve. Like, if ham is cured, what kind of disease did it used to have? <laughs> What COVID? And, and, and can my chicken and turkey catch that too? I just, you know, just some folks ought to really know about. It. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. I don't know, Corey. That oh ain't God. deep, though. Oh, okay. So let me let me ask you this here, though. Stupid. It's stupid. If a if a person on death row is about to get lethal injection, mm-hmm. if they have a heart attack before that. Mm-hmm. Are you supposed to save them? <laughs> you Here feel me? Yeah, I think I think so, Corey. I think. That ain't deep. Deep. That ain't deep. That's stupid. Why are you stupid. even answering him? That's stupid, yeah, Corey. Uh, okay. I, okay. I like I like buying into it. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me ask you this here, though. See, let me ask you this right here. How do you get discombobulated? Cause I really ain't never seen anybody combobulated. You know what? He give me a headache. <laughs> really? Make yeah. head really nasty. Y'all know what you mean, man. Yeah. Cause I ain't seen nobody. Oh, you looking all combobulated over there? I ain't never seen nobody combobulated. <laughs> no, yeah. so, no one said that ever. <laughs> yeah, that's that's heavy, man. That's yeah. not. That's stupid. Yeah. He ain't no deep thinker. <laughs> Okay, let me ask you this here, Steve. Uh, mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Uh, did Noah have woodpeckers on his ark? And if he did, <laughs> where he kept them? Where he kept them? Uh, I mean, how, how they made it through now without the, the boat, you know, drowning? Yeah. You, you understand what I'm saying? That's my favorite right there. That's the best one I've ever heard. <laughs> woodpeckers on that ark. That's something to think about. It is not. You better get your ass down off that wall. I know that. <laughs> you trying to kill everybody in here? Welcome back, Corey. Uh, that is not deep. Welcome That's him stupid. Back. All right, coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, a husband gives his wife a $10 million Valentine's gift. We'll get into yes. that right after this. Uh-huh, right? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Listen, forget flowers, forget chocolates, forget all of that. Listen to what this Virginia man did. He spared no expense for Valentine's Day. This man gave his wife a $10 million lottery ticket, okay? 
Her what? name is Maria Chickas. Uh, she's a stay-at-home mom. Her husband bought the Extreme Million Scratcher ticket at the In-N-Out Mart in Manassas, Virginia. And this was a few days before February 14th. Turned the ticket into the perfect Valentine's Day gift for his wife. Uh, she had the choice of taking the full amount over 30 years or a one-time cash option of $6 million and some change before taxes. She chose, of course, the $6 million. The store received a $50,000 bonus from the Virginia Lottery for the selling the winning ticket. And this was really, really sweet. So my question to the guys is, would you do that for your wife? Give Jack a $6 million lottery ticket? Is that what you asked me? Yeah, of course, yes. Yeah. That's it's not like, going to happen. Why wouldn't you do that? That's, yeah, I'm that's, gone, y'all. I have left. <laughs> you left your what wife. You I've left, left the whole family. What are you insane. talking about? Are you insane right now? For ten million? <laughs> no, out. six. Six taxes. Six. That's after tax. You leaving your wife buyout. over six million dollars? Yeah, that's what you buy out. I'm, I have this family. This family is in deep trouble. This is horrible. Guatemala. I'm <laughs> He's a lottery <laughs> drawing away from Guatemala. <laughs> she can find you. Know you. I, 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 I would. I, that's like a really. That's a thought. It is. That would be a great Mother's Day gift, Valentine anniversary Birthday. gift. If you give your girl ten million, best husband would, ever. I think I would cut it in half and get her half for the lottery ticket. We got to go down there together. Yeah. I don't I'm worried about her going down there getting his money and not coming back. I'm so, worried yeah. about Because that's what you would do. So yeah. you <laughs> wow. She'll be out so fast. <laughs> Especially wow. if she hears you. I'm gonna make that a goal. That's a what? great idea. To give lottery to tickets. give your wife a ten yeah, million give my lottery girl, ticket. Well, it ain't gonna be a lottery ticket. Like we ain't gonna win one, but you know. Well, what are you doing? Mike, what, cashier check? That don't. Oh, what's the matter? Did they go up to that amount? Uh huh, do that? I'm asking. Girl. What? <laughs> if you, you got the zero. You can uh, trust and believe. <laughs> <laughs> They'll make this thing up where you. <laughs> you want to take it out your account, Mr. Harvey? Yeah, <laughs> trust me. It'll write that thing right up for you. <laughs> okay. My bank said, no, we can't make it for that amount. Why? <laughs> but but let me ask you this. If you get but the lottery why? ticket, do you think, as the gift, do you think he was taking the cheap way out until you know you won? Then you change. Yeah, <laughs> then you change your attitude. What's all this paper in this, in this uh, card? What is this? <laughs> That's yeah, that's, that might not be a bad idea. That's you only win idea. if you win. Yeah. Right, right. But suppose you gave your girl that kind of money. You then, know, just this is a gift. Then you're the most yeah. wonderful person. This is yours. No questions asked. You want to take it and go shopping. You want to go a trip. Uh, you want to buy yourself you would cars. Yeah, you would I would do ten, that. You would give Timmy? No, that'd be a great. That'd be a great goal. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd I'd marry you, Steve. I'd hold your hand and everything. Walk down the street with you. Yeah, be, be the, that'd be the roughest day of your life. That'd be the best relationship you've ever had. <laughs> Why is his husband kicking his ass? Like that? Wait, what, Steve? <laughs> that sounded Tommy crazy. Tommy told me he married it? me. Why is his husband kicking his ass like that? Uh. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs>
Oh, that's it. Wow. Congrats, that though. A nice that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. She'll always remember Valentine's yeah. Day from her baby. And please spend this money wisely. Don't go broke. Yeah, like so many of the lottery. Like we've heard so many, man. Have done in the past, yeah. Fixed yeah. meal is big, boy. Get God, yourself a financial planner. They get that much money out of ten million. It's damn near half. Forty percent taxes, dog is gone. I tell you what, make ten million. Watch what happens. They get that much? Yeah. yeah. Coming up next is a prank phone call from the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, is she my queen or a narcissist? Hmm. We'll get into that in just a bit. But right now, let's get to the prank phone call with the nephew. What you got for us, Nav? You know, we're going to do something we're not supposed to do. We're going. <laughs> Don't we always? Don't we always? We're going to actually talk about somebody's child. Because that right there, oh. that gets everyone's attention. Yeah, cut them deep Uh-oh. with that. Cut you deep when you start talking about somebody's kids. So this right here, y'all, your child is too fat. Your child is too fat. No, he didn't fat. Say that. But I mean, but I mean, wh- why are we running from? There are some fat kids out there. They're awesome. I've had some fat kids. What? They've gotten smaller. It happens. Your child is too fat. Cat dog, if you would. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach Kathy, please. Um, this is her. Hi, Kathy. This is Kirby. I'm actually the um the owner at the daycare, Mines Daycare, where your son comes. Okay. All right. I'm sure you're familiar with my wife, Benita. Yes, sir. All right. How you doing today? I'm good. Oh, how's our, our little, little Devon? How's he doing? He's good. He's laying down taking a nap. Okay. You guys been coming here, I guess, about a year now, right? Yeah, since he was one. Okay. Listen, I wanted to give you a call. I'm looking at some, some information. How, how, is, how is Devon doing at home? Is he Is he eating properly at home? When you say eating, what do you mean? I mean, is, like he, getting, is he getting uh, 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 meals every time he's supposed to get them while he's at home? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's doing pretty good. Okay. Now, there's, there's, there's no situation where you guys may be a, a shortage of food or anything like that, are you? Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Shortage of food? No, sir. My husband works real good. We don't have a problem with a shortage of food. Is there a problem with him? Well, you know, we're, we're looking at the records, and, and little Devon is two. Yes, sir. Have you looked at the comparison of, of two-year-olds, the majority of two-year-olds, in, in comparison to, I, I guess I should say size, in comparison to, to Devon's size? You mean like in body weight, body size? Yeah, I mean, he's a little tall. You know, he wasn't a small child when he was born. He was 10 pounds, but... No, he's on the scale of right where he should be. He's just a little, you know, taller because his daddy is tall. But he's doing okay. He's are you, so you 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 don't think he's anywhere in the in the ballpark of 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 of, of obesity? At two, you mean fat? I mean, I didn't want to be blunt, but 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 Miss Kathy, you're. I mean, I mean, your son's. A, I, a, let me just say, on a Sunday, I'm relaxing. And we talking about you think my son is a, a little overweight or or what? He's what's the problem? Uh, well, I, I, I mean, I I I think he's fat, you know. And and, and the problem I'm having you think here he's is fat? That, 
I'm noticing the records of everything as Wait, 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 wait. We need to back up to you think he's fat. I've never spoken to you. Mr. Kirby, is that what you said? My name is Kirby. Okay, so every morning that I drop him off for a year and I give my daycare money, Miss Benita has never said anything about his eating habits. So you're telling me that you think my son is fat? Do you deal with him on a daily basis? I don't deal with him on a daily basis. What I'm looking at is records that are showing me that he's eating way more than the rest of anybody at the daycare. And not only that, he's drinking probably a gallon of milk a day. A gallon of milk. Y'all only get snacks two times a day, and he's there only for breakfast and lunch. And how in the hell is he drinking a gallon of milk? And if he is drinking a gallon of milk, do you need me to get a gallon? I'm blown away by this, ma'am, but all I know is this. No, no, I'm blown away by this because you calling me on a Sunday calling my damn child fat. That's the problem. And your wife has never said a damn thing, never. Has she said one thing to me in a year when she collected my damn daycare money? She ain't said my son is eating y'all at a house and home. Okay, well, you know, my wife's a different person, and she tries to be cordial with everyone. Well, she's the one who deals with me, Mr. Kirby. I've never met you. Never met you. Especially all of a Sunday. Well, the reason why I'm calling you on a Sunday, ma'am, is that I know tomorrow if I, you're going to be trying to drop your son off. Oh, so, I am going to drop him off. I no, am no, going to drop no, him no. off. No, no, no. That's, that's kind of the reason why I'm calling you. Now, here's what, what we can mean? do. There's what two alternatives mean? here. Either you can keep him at home. No, I'm not son. keeping him at home. My husband works, and I work. I'm dropping my damn son off at 6.30 like I do every morning. Okay, ma'am, 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 listen. If, no, if, if we can't get him un, uh, at, at the regular weight You might want to get Ms. Benita on this be phone at... because obviously you ain't the one that needs to be talking to me. Because if you're not there every day and I deal with your wife. Ma'am, I'm telling you that your son is too big to be. And, he's too and big. his family coming every morning if that's the case and if he's eating at a house and home i send him some extra but what i pay my money for is what you're gonna feed him for two full meals and two snacks and if he need extra i'll put some in his bag but he's drinking a gallon of milk a day Are i you don't care to... i don't care there's no way possible that he can drink a gallon of milk a day okay, ma'am here's, here's, here's the deal i don't want you to have to stop bringing your son there and i'm not here's, and i'm not here's my second alternative I will put him on a diet, okay? I'll give him an apple in the day. You ain't no damn doctor. You ain't. Are you from the health food program? Ma'am, I will, I will give him an apple and a glass of water in the morning, and I'll give him an apple and a glass of water in the evening, and then you guys can feed him when he gets home. You must be certified in the food program, especially if you sitting up here telling me my damn son is going on a diet, and he's not drinking no water and no apple he needs a full snack if the other kids is having an apple and water then that's what you better be serving him but if that ain't the case then hell no he better get the full snack so if that's graham crackers and apple juice well damn it that's what my son better be getting and if he want extra he better get it ma'am listen all i'm trying to tell you is your son drink too much he, he drinks whoa, too whoa, much whoa, milk whoa, on, whoa, a day, whoa, on a daily basis. Whoa, 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 whoa. You need to back the f*** up. I know you did not cuss at me. I, I know I, you did. I, I did not cuss at you. No. I caught myself. You got ready to cuss at me. Let me tell you one thing. You ain't got to worry about it. We don't have nothing else to talk about. My husband, me, your wife, and every Everybody that works at that damn daycare better be there in the morning because at 6.30, we going to be there. And my son, he's coming all week, and he going to eat all week. If he want two gallons of milk, he going to drink it. If he want two plates of food, he going to get it. Because I tell you what, we pay damn good money to come to that daycare. So, Ma'am, son, let me, let me explain something. You're going to bring your child up there, then I'm going to have to put him on some Slim Fast. Now, I, I will put your child on Slim Fast. I was trying not to Give go him to this perspective, but I will. Fast. Give him some Slim Fast and you're going to get a Slim Fast whooping. I'm going to whoop your and whoever gave it to him. 
Whoever gave it to him, they're going to get a slim fast whooping. All them little kids better have some slim fast. If he getting some, he better eat whatever they eating. If they eating steak, well, damn it, he better have some, too. If we had steak, he'd probably eat the whole damn cow. Well, he I don't care. Too. I'll pay for it. But he better not get no slim fast. I will shut it the down about my child. Okay, I, I got something else you need to know about your son. What the else do I need to know besides you think my son is overweight? What the else can you tell me today? I need to tell you this. I need to tell you that this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girlfriend, Lucretia, got me to prank phone call you. What the did you just say? <laughs> what the did you just say? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girlfriend, Lucretia, got me to prank phone call you. I'm going to beat that <laughs> to death. She know I don't play about my damn son at all. That's my only son. I don't play about him. I'm going to be there. Is she there? No, is she, she's can not she here, hear me? Baby. It's on after this. It's on. It's on. It is on. Uh, hey, I got one more thing I got to ask you, baby. What is? What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> it's on. I'm whooping <laughs> It's on. I hope you can hear me. Wherever you at laughing. <laughs> Ooh, uh, that lady's baby. Yeah. You're wrong. Certified. Certified stupid yeah, right there. That's a lot, though. <laughs> 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 a gallon of milk a day? I used to drink a gallon a week. That was right. our dental plan. <laughs> okay. Thank you, nephew. Yeah. Our dental plan next. was 87 cents. Strawberry letter. Subject, is she my queen or a narcissist? We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and um, click on Strawberry Letter. All right? That's all you have to do. Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You never know. This one could be yours. You heard what she said. You never (laughs) know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, is she my queen or a narcissist? Dear Stephen Shirley, I need your advice. I've been dealing with this woman for 10 years. I am 48 years old and she is 45. When I first met her, I fell in love quickly and I thought she loved me. She said all the right things, like she wants to spend the rest of her life with me and buy a house with me and so on. And we've always talked about marriage. But as time went on, she changed. Now we don't discuss marriage anymore, but we did buy a house. Things went crazy after that, and I don't know if I'm living with my queen or a narcissist. She criticizes everything I do, and she blames me for everything that goes wrong in the house. She yells at me all the time, even in front of company. She doesn't like to be questioned about anything. She doesn't take accountability for her faults, and more importantly, she never gives me props on sex anymore. She tries to control everything, and I'm trying to remain respectful no matter how she treats me. I find myself always apologizing just to keep the peace. I have started packing my belongings so I can leave. I'm not married to this woman, but I loved us together and hoping and praying that we can work things out. I asked her to go to counseling, and she said that wasn't a very manly thing to ask a woman. 
My purpose in life was to meet this woman's every need, but now I want to swing on her, and that's not a comfortable place for me to be in. In a last-ditch effort to please her, I got a chef and a masseuse for Valentine's Day, and she said the food was salty and the girl didn't massage her deeply enough. Should I tell her I want out or should I go without saying a word? I'm so torn, and it's a life-changing move, so I need your advice on what to do. I mean, you've been with this woman for 10 years, and for you, it's getting worse. You know those bags you mentioned that you're, you started packing? I, I say finish packing those bags so you can leave. I mean, this is over, pretty much. I mean, she doesn't want to get married. She doesn't talk about it anymore. She doesn't want to go to counseling. She yells at you all the time. She has no accountability, you say. And uh, she doesn't give you props on your sex anymore. So why, after 10 years, are you still with her taking this abuse? If you're so unhappy... Um, and, and it's not working and nothing's working. Listen, if it's the house you guys have together, you can sell that and split the money. This woman is giving you absolutely no reason to stay with her. Uh, you're not married, so that should be fairly easy to walk away if that's what you want to do because you're miserable. So much so that you've thought about swinging on her, meaning hitting her. Uh, you, you know that's not cool. Uh, so right now, I think the best thing you can do is to bow out gracefully before things get any worse. Uh, Ten years, you know, that's enough. Furthermore, she's not even pretending she's happy with you. So just be out. Be out. Steve? You know, Shirley's correct. This whole thing is doomed. But uh, I'm going to show you something, sir. Just want you to help me help you. You 48, she 45. Is she my queen or a narcissist? When I first met her, I fell in love quickly and you thought she loved you. Now listen to this. She said all the right things, like she wants to spend the rest of her life with me and buy a house with me and so on. We've always talked about marriage, but as time went on, she changed. Well, let's talk about the change. I think she did exactly what she said she was going to do. She said she wanted to spend the rest of your life with you. Y'all been together 10 years. She ain't talking about leaving. Y'all talked about buying a house together. Bam. Y'all did it. Hmm. So she's still there, and she bought the house. We've always talked about marriage, but as time went on, she changed. Well, seemed to me lucky for you. According to this letter, she changed. Now, I'm sitting there thinking, man, this is your blessing, dog. After I got to reading this letter. Now, we don't talk about marriage anymore, but we did buy a house. That's what y'all said y'all was doing. Things went crazy after that. And, and now, I don't know if I'm living with my queen or a narcissist. She criticizes everything I do, and she blames me for everything that go wrong in the house. You can't write me for the make me stay in response. Because <laughs> I'm the first one to get out. <laughs> Ten years, time go. Let's get up. Did you whistle? Yep, that's my range. That's cut off for me. Nine. Ain't no need to do this double digits. Let's go. Get out. Oh, over. So here we go. She yells at me all the time, even in front of company. See, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I, I can't take that. I can't do that, though. 
She doesn't like to be questioned about anything, and she doesn't have accountability for her faults. And more importantly, she never gives me props on sex anymore. Now, I didn't understand that line. You mean she don't give you props? Well, maybe it ain't good no more. And it might not be good because you don't like who you having to do it to. The reason she don't give you props no more because the feeling ain't the same. Because you probably don't feel the same about it, dog. She bossing you around, hollering at you, cussing at you in front of people. Hold on. Hold on, Steve. What you want tonight to be about? He wants to swing on her, too. All right. Plus, um, I want to knock you out. Now, I'll give it to you, but you ain't going to like it. uh, All right, listen. We'll uh, be back with part two of Steve's response at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, is she my queen or a narcissist? We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Subject, is she my queen or a narcissist? Well, this letter right here, like Shirley said, this marriage is doomed. It's not even a marriage, though. This relationship is doomed. She's 48, she's 45, met this woman. They talked about spending the rest of their life together, buying a house together, and marriage. Well, they've spending their life together. It's been 10 years. They bought the house together, but she's changed. She's not talking about the marriage anymore, and it seems to be a blessing for you, sir. Okay, think she criticizes everything you do. She blames you for everything that goes wrong in the house. She yells at me every time, all the time, even in front of company. I'm not finna take that, and no woman should either. She doesn't like to be questioned about anything, and she don't take accountability for her faults, and more importantly, she never gives me props on sex anymore. I was confused about that before the break. She don't give you credit. She don't thank you. She don't give you ups. She don't praise your efforts no more, and it could be because it's not the same anymore. She cussing at you in front of everybody, talking to you like you're a little boy in front of people and stuff, you know, and you just said later on in the letter, you're thinking about swinging on her. <laughs> it's hard to have good sex after that. It really is. <laughs> it really is. So I don't think you should get that anymore. She tries to control everything, and I'm trying to remain respectful no matter how she treats me. Uh, here's a good one right here. I find myself always apologizing just to keep the peace. That ain't going to change, dog. You might as well go and get used to that one right there. That's good. That's how you have a happy-ass marriage. You apologize for stuff just to keep the peace. You apologize for stuff just to keep the peace. Every man that's married that's listening to this show knows what that line means. It comes with it. All you want is peace. So that one right there, you can take that off the list of stuff to complain about because that's going on forever. I've started packing my belongings so I can leave, and I'm not married to this woman, but I loved us together and hoping and praying that we can work things out. Hold on, bro. I started packing my belongings so I can leave. I'm not married to this woman, but I loved us together and hoping and praying that we can work things out. Now, praying and packing... That's a tough combination, though. <laughs> right. Y'all, you praying that y'all stay together, but you steady packing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Praying and packing ain't a good combination. I don't really believe you praying, though. I really don't, because you packing. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You. Come on now. You, you can't. That ain't how it works. 
Okay. Well, anyway, let's just move on. Just wanted that one to sink into you. Uh, uh, and then I asked her to go to counseling, and she said that wasn't a very manly thing to ask a woman to do. So now, counseling is for sissies. Yeah, what? I mean, dog, she just doing you every chance she gets. <laughs> yeah. Joe punk ass yeah. in here asking me to go to counseling for what kind of little poop up, punky little Rudy poop mess is this you talking about that? Girl, this little punk ass gonna ask me to go to counseling. Who? Robert. He and him going through some things. This little sis ass gonna come in here and talk about can we go to counseling? What man wanna go to counseling? Bruh, this is doomed. My purpose yeah. in life was to meet this woman's every need, but now I want to swing on her, and that's oh. not a comfortable place. Keep that line. Mm. Well, well, you know, uh, ladies, let me help y'all understand something. Your husband has wanted to knock your ass out. He just didn't. I'm just want to tell both of y'all, Shirley and Carla, I want to break some news to you. Tosh, what? Nesto, <laughs> buddy, let me tell you something. I've asked God. And just give like me normal. just a moment of joy. <laughs> I just want it. y'all to know that. Oh, yeah, y'all's mouth. Y'all talk too damn much. And then <laughs> oh, you well. talk because you know ain't nothing going to happen. So now it's no. come with extra on it. So I just want you all to know that's a normal <laughs> thought in a man's mind. I'm thinking about And another thing with, with the finger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All, all of that. All yeah. that. Because, see, uh-huh. we got to wait. We can shut that down. Now, it's sad thing is some men act on that regrettably and was not raised the right way to never put your hand on a woman. There's too many people born that way. That's a coward-ass way to go. That's not the way to do. But I've told my daughters, don't put your hands on a man now because these cats ain't raised like your daddy. My mama did, so I always tell me that. Don't you put so, your hands on them. I understand that right there. But I do want it to say, brother, that feeling of wanting to put your swing on her. That's a common. And it happens in all of our marriage, Shirley and Carla's included. <sighs> Whatever. And, um, I'm sure he wanted to do it yesterday. And, yeah, see? <laughs> Y'all had an argument. I know he did. Yeah. You got and then check this one out. In a last-ditch effort to please her, I got a chef and a masseuse on Valentine's Day. She said the food was salty and the girl didn't massage her deeply enough. Oh, now it's the masseuse's fault that she couldn't dig deep enough to all where get all that hatred out of her ass. So now she don't know how to dig. Man, skip her. Uh, walk out, dog. Pack your bags. Walk out. Let her have the house. Don't ask for nothing. If she wants you to pay half of the house note, Put it on the market, sell it, split the money. You're not married. Walk out, dog. That's it. All right, thank you, Steve. One day, child. At steveharveyfm.com, okay? Don't have to listen. (laughs) Tommy's up next, in for Junior with sports right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Tommy, in for Junior. You got sports talk. What's going on? All right, you know what? We got to congratulate uh, Odell Beckman Jr. and uh, and his girlfriend, Lauren Wood. They just welcomed their first child together on February 17th, just four days after the Super Bowl. They got a newborn. That's how you do it. You win the Super Bowl, and then your baby gone and have a beautiful baby. That's how you do it four days later. You can't, be, you can't beat that, okay? Yeah. What they had? What they had? It didn't, it didn't stay. You know, I, I looked and looked. I could not find it. 
But they had a little boy or a little girl. They had one. You sure a little boy or a little girl. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> you know, they don't tell now like they used to. They, they, they wait. Is, is that the new thing? Well, yeah, you know, now you not you don't have to put the gender of the baby on the birth certificate. Right. Now, like if it turns out to be a little something else, we'll work with that later on. But we're finna put male on this thing or female. It's a baby Finish boy. Tommy, oh, Odell had We're not finna put on here. We're gonna wait and see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, here's another thing. They had a boy. Oh, they had a boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, According to E! News. What was he looking up? <laughs> All right, despite your Winter Olympics updates, which your, your Winter Olympics updates was outstanding for 2022, but the Winter Olympics in Beijing has been rated the worst in recent history. TV ratings yes, for Beijing was. Games were the lowest in the history of the Winter Olympics since NBC began broadcasting them in yes. 2002. All right. <laughs> to be fair, a lot of people watched, but fans reported that this year's games lacked the excitement of past Olympics through the years. It just wasn't. Because America, America took fourth in the medals. Right. We wasn't really competitive in a lot of stuff. We did good in snowboarding. Uh, the women did good in snowboarding. Uh, the men did okay in snowboarding. Uh, we took a gold in uh, like single bob sledding. You're the only one that watched that. And yeah. then we took a silver. Uh, you know, <laughs> just ain't no damn black people, man. Right. <laughs> it's like, I'm just telling you, man. It's just it's like. winter sports. Yeah, but you know, damn. Biathlon. Nobody want to watch this. <laughs> curling. You. I'm the only person who care about curling. You really are, Steve. Worse. The only person. That the I only know. one. I'm the telling only. you, man, because that really some boring ass mess. It's you really just got is. to know what they're doing. Because I've curled before. It's really difficult to do. Uh-huh. I was really smooth with it. Hair. I failed a couple times. They just. Good I threw one of them stones me. and it went way all into other people's lane. I was hitting they stones and stuff. <laughs> at the top of the hour. <laughs> Downhill, Michaela Schiffer, she failed three oh, damn times in a row. Get your ass up. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, um, you think mm. you know stress? We're going to talk about our stress, all right, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, this segment is called You Think You Know Stress. Carla found this article. And Carla, what, what was the article about talking about our stress versus the kids today and their stress? Yeah, it was really like a meme. And it mm-hmm. said, you think you know stress? When I was a kid, if you missed a TV show, you just <laughs> missed it forever. Yes. I was like, yes. Oh, yeah, that's real. Come back home. <laughs> that's real. There were no DVR, VCR. What none, none of, of that. What no retake. No, no, we gonna add at a later date. No, right. all original programming. It oh, couldn't add you. at a later date because it wasn't but three damn stations. No way. And the TV <laughs> went off at twelve. There was no oh, Netflix. James Evans when he died. You missed that. You don't miss that. Stress. Yes, you got to that. change the channel. You mean I got to get up and walk <laughs> over there and turn it? You yeah. think you know stress? Yes. That's it, Steve. <laughs> Steve, who come took in the, here. Who took the knob off this TV? Where's yeah. the knob? Stress. You got a hanger in it. Where is the pliers? Pliers. The, yes. pliers for the antenna, you have a hanger. Yeah. Who moved these rabbit ears? 
stress. Well, I ain't heard that in a long time. Rabbit ears. Right. Stress. These kids man. know nothing they about They don't know about stress. stress. No. Not at all. Man. Stay off the phone. I'm expecting a call. <laughs> yes. What? Yes. It's a one way here, okay? This is a one way phone. Yeah. <laughs> it can be busy. <laughs> Hang up so somebody else can use the phone. That's it. I'll be damned. I one bathroom the in the whole house. <laughs> you think you know stress. Yeah. You know nothing. We didn't you ain't, have our you own ain't been bathroom. stressed till your daddy tell you to bring him something while he in that bathroom. That's <laughs> stress. That's stress. Hey, hey, Tommy. Mm. I was taking a bath, and my daddy came in there to use the bathroom. You just gonna and sit down there, right here? Sat there, right, and the toilet was right <laughs> next to the tub. Oh my God, Steve. One bathroom. I watched him pull his pants down and sit down, and open up that newspaper, and start. <laughs> hey man. I was about eight years old. That was my first time when I said, I was just lower myself down in the suds, man, and just let the suds get up in my nose because I, I can't believe this right here. He saw me in there splashing around. I had a mask on and everything. I looked up with my little mask on, and he was in there. Boy, I got to use the bathroom. I can't, I can't wait on you to get out of here. Go on. Go on, play like you're playing. Play. Dad, you know you that Dad, you know right now I'm just trying to breathe, though. I'm sitting there, I mean, my, I'm talking about like I wasn't even in, ah! Like I wasn't even gonna, in now, man. You gonna read the whole newspaper? Mm-hmm. Boy, boy, this one here. <laughs> Not the play part. Good Lord of God. Jesus. That's disgusting. Oh, that's it's disgusting. disgusting. Yeah, we no, got about one 15 minutes. Then he got up and flushed and walked out. I just got out the tub and took one towel and wrapped it around my head. <laughs> you were traumatized. And just stood there, man, in the bathroom trying to figure out what the hell had happened to me. Trying to gather yourself. So these kids don't know stress. They don't know stress. What about this one right here? Go to your room. The room? What do you, you mean, mean the room with the nothing room in it? <laughs> No you mean TV. this room that don't have a TV? Ain't no, no video microwave. games in this room. There's no, no video, video games, games, no TVs. Uh-huh. My games is down in the basement. Go to that room. The one ain't nothing in here with this bed. They don't know stress. No, you don't. Do with a cardboard box that's turned up as a nightstand. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about this room that ain't got nothing but an overhead light that I right. only can turn the switch off when you say cut it off? <laughs> All right. Everyone. All right, you don't know stress. We know stress, all right? The one that ain't got no closet. All my stuff is hanging on a hook on the wall. My whole wardrobe was on a hook on the wall. (laughs) Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We're going to talk about a rodent infestation at a major retailer right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Family Dollar Stores has issued a voluntary recall after an FDA inspection uncovered a rodent infestation at um, an Arkansas facility. The recall was for various products purchased within the last year from Family Dollar Stores across six states. 
They may be contaminated and unsafe to use. Items ranging from medication to pet food were listed among the recall. The news released also stated that the various products were sold at hundreds of stores in Alabama, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, and Tennessee. Family Dollar is notifying its affected stores by letter, asking them to check their stock immediately and to quarantine and discontinue the sale of any affected product. Uh, pet pet food. Who still got their pet food after a year? If you go to the dollar store for pet food, you probably need you probably gonna use your pet food now. Little fluffy probably out right now. That's why you oh, down. Fluffy. Fluffy down there just eating his little food. Tell me this show tastes funny. It's from the dollar store, Fluffy. <laughs> your dog about to be on that sad commercial we be looking at. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's that. terrible. Where they get that music from? Where is it? Don't sing it, Steve. <laughs> I hate that damn commercial. He is so stupid. All right, uh, coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play around <laughs> with the guys. This little chihuahua over here with this big chain on his neck. Who chained right. up the chihuahua? Right A after Yusuf pet owner. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for another round of Would You Rather. Would you rather get a root canal, guys, or would you rather give B. your spouse? Okay. Wait, wait. She said spouse. Wait. Let's wait. Go ahead. Finish. I ain't doing that jumped no more. It too early. Yeah, I ain't picking that. I might have jumped it too early. <laughs> well, I'm sure you guys do this all the time, though. So you'll have no problem giving your spouse your undivided attention for three yeah. consecutive days. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. We're going to do B. We're not doing that root canal. I can't stand nobody up in my head with no dream. <laughs> oh, you're going to do that? Stuff. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, no. I'm going to give her my undivided attention for three days. I got to give but, it to but, her anyway. Hell. <laughs> but do you is the question. Three days? Like all day? Yeah, 24, yeah. 24 hours? 24. Well, I know how to make it look like I'm paying attention. Uh-huh. Well, wait, how long is the root canal, though? How long is that? <laughs> I got the... Yeah, just get some no. numbing medicine. And oh yeah, days. you put that numb on there, man, and we yeah. going on about our business. No, I have <laughs> mastered that I'm paying attention and don't be there. I know what, what how to do, you, do that. What do you do, Steve? Oh, I be look, I be looking dead at her. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mine be trying to sink a putt on the golf course, <laughs> practicing my swing and stuff, uh-huh. Uh-huh. bowling. <laughs> you know, in your mind. <laughs> oh, I be singing every winning fire song. Yeah, I don't. All right, here we go. Would you rather star as Scarface or Bumpy Johnson in a remake? Bumpy oh, I Johnson. got to be a, a Bumpy Johnson because yeah. my uh, Cuban accent ain't worth a damn. <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna Steve. believe me Let's at hear all. It. Let's hear say it. hello. So you say you, so you say you want something? <laughs> you got a problem with me? Let uh-huh. me tell you something. I never ever in my life. I never ever over <laughs> nobody. That's right. That's it right. Nobody. Come on, come on. I tell you something. Let me tell you something. I tell you something. I tell you something. Listen, listen. Say hello to Manny. You think I'm not gonna shoot you, you piece of sugar, honey, iced tea? You think I'm not gonna shoot you? You piece of shit, honey, I did. Whoa. All right. Not That's bad, right. Steve. Not bad. Not bad. I don't need to be there. See that guy up there? I Come never on, like him. I yeah. never like him. See uh, 
You can't do it without cussing, really. You really can't do Al Pacino without cussing. Uh-huh. That was good, Tommy. Uh-huh, that was good. <laughs> All right, would you rather play against LeBron, LeBron James, or would you rather run against Shakari Richardson, Shakari Richardson? We ain't finna win now. I'm going to go with Jess. She's fine. I'm going to real run with her. No. <laughs> I'm going to play against LeBron James. I can take that ass whooping. And I'm not going to let this girl just smoke my ass like that. I'm talking about smoke. I'm talking about, man, put my ass. I look like Tommy Raising Dion. <laughs> but we're going to party afterwards, though. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. That's today's edition of Would You Rather. Coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, our last break of the day, and closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is that time for the last break of the day. It's been a good Friday. Friday is always good. We love our Fridays. Yeah. Uh, wishing everyone a great weekend. We've February great weekend. is going by fast. Yes. <laughs> Black History Month. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be March. Tuesday. Yeah, just said March. Happy New Year. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 It what is. You got? So what you got? You said Happy New Year to me the other day and pissed me off. <laughs> I know, cause you have a cutoff line. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Hey, bro. Happy New person. Year. Happy New Year. Hey, don't. Don't. Bro. It's about to be spring break, dude. Mardi Gras. Buds starting to come on trees. In right. <laughs> What's, you, you, yeah, I got flowers in my front yard. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me go. Hey, you know what I was thinking? It's a sort of a different type of thing. I was trying to think of some things that I would hate to have to do. And I don't like uh, using a negative to produce a positive result. Like my eating program that I'm on, uh, I decided instead of allowing them to tell me you can't eat this. You can't have pasta. You can't have starch at a certain time of the day. You can't eat sugar. You can't have uh, cake. You can't have any cookies. You can't have uh, Coke Zero. You can't have, you can't drink. Uh, you can't have anything with white flour in it. You can't, can't, can't. But I'm trying to stay in shape, but I'm using a negative to achieve a positive result. So I changed it. And what really helped me was the way I started eating a lot better was I had my nutritionist and everybody make a list of every food or every dish I could eat. And I had them type it up. And it's three, four pages. You know, if you think about everything you can eat. And so then all I have to do is decide, well, I want to eat this today. That'll be my lunch today. And they got to go buy it or make it or whatever. If I'm traveling, whatever, this is what I want to have for lunch today. And it started allowing me to have positive input and to get a positive result. It's hard to lose weight and somebody keep telling you what you can't eat. You can't eat this. You can't eat that. So I just changed it and just had to make me a full list of everything I can eat. You can have ice cream on the weekend, and you can have it before 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay, cool. I can do that. Now I can live. And the weight's coming off a little slow, but, you know, it's working. So I would hate to have to try to live without a relationship with God. 
that that would be daunting for me, man. I'm just going to be honest with you all. And, you know, people get tired of uh, spiritual people or what they call religious people trying to jam their religion down their throat. I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. I'm just talking to those people that's on the fence or looking for answers or might be open to trying something. That's who I am. I'm not the guy that's going to talk an atheist out of being an atheist. You want to be an atheist, man, do you. We we nothing had this conversation because I don't have the time, nor do I have the patience. But I would hate to try to become successful without God as a partner. That's been one of the major parts of my success is having God as a partner. I would hate to, because I've done it now. I've I've been on this journey to become successful without him because I was just trying to do it my way, wasn't talking to him, confiding in him, all of that. I'd hate to try to, I'd hate to try to stay healthy or get healthy without prayer. I mean, what you banking yours on, partner? Because suppose you get in a situation, the doctors say, I have nothing for you. Uh, you need to know him. You need to know him. And it would be even helpful if you knew him before it got to that point. Now, I'm just talking about some things I would hate to have to do. I would hate to have to decide between a relationship with a group of people and a relationship with God. Have you ever been in that position? Like this certain group of people, you ain't we don't really talk about God, but if you want to hang out with them, we need to stop all that Bible and all that God talk. We're going we're gonna to be cool. We're going to do it this way right here. Ah, tough decision to make. Uh, deuces. I'm just going to pass on y'all. That is good. I would, hate to, I would hate to live or date someone that didn't believe that God was real. That's a, you in for a rough existence, folks. If you meet a person and you are a believer and they tell you they're not, just walk away. What, what are you doing? You, you're, you're two opposites. You're negative and a positive. It ain't going to work. I would hate to live or date somebody that, what, that didn't think that God was real. I would hate to try to make it without him. I really would. I would just simply hate that. I can't imagine what my life would be without my relationship with God because I've been in too many holes and he was the only one that got me out. I'm just being real with you. You know, my story about homelessness and divorce and losing everything twice and being canceled and turned about and written off and said you ain't going to be nothing and told you'll never be on TV, I needed to climb out of some holes, man. And the only person, the only thing that got me out of that hole was by the grace of God. I'm so grateful I acknowledge that. I strongly suggest that you have a formal relationship with him. So when you get in them holes, man, you got a partner. That's my closing remark today. I'd hate to try it without him. And if you're doing it, you don't have to. Have a great day. Matter of fact, have a great weekend. See you Monday, God willing. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 